Welcome to Vineyard 61's weekly podcast. We hope you'll be inspired, challenged, and encouraged by this week's speaker. For previous messages, go to our website, vineyard61.org, or subscribe via iTunes or SoundCloud. Thanks, Mike. Hello, everyone. Good to see you. Hello, Battersea, my people. Hello, Westside, my other people. I hope you guys are doing well. And um, it's great to be with you all. And hey, if you've got a Bible, grab it. If you've got a phone these days, that seems to be the new Bible. So whatever, whatever works for you. Um, uh, we're going to be turning to Luke chapter 19. We're, we're jumping straight in. Um, we're roadies with Jesus today. Who would, who would have wanted to be a roadie with Jesus? I really would. Fan guy. Um, yeah, so Luke, Luke 19. Um, and, and Lord, I just pray that you'd bless every ear, well, both ears of every person in this room. Bless their mind, bless their heart. Lord, would you speak to them like I know you want to? In Jesus' name, amen. It's good to pray for everyone who's listening because, you know, yeah, God wants to speak to us. Um, I, I, um, so we're on the road. That's the, that's the kind of, that's the part of the journey that we're on today. Um, so Luke 19, I'll read it and then I've got some stuff to share with you guys. Hopefully it will be a blessing. You with me? Yeah. You got it? Yeah. Great, great. You got it, everyone? Good. Um, okay, it's on the screen as well. So here we go. Okay, Jesus entered Jericho and was passing through. A man was there by the name of Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector and was wealthy. He wanted to see who Jesus was, but because he was short, he could not see over the crowd. So he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore fig tree to see him, since Jesus was coming that way. When Jesus reached the spot, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, come down immediately. I must stay at your house today. So he came down at once and welcomed him gladly. All the people saw this, all the people saw this and began to mutter, he, he has gone to be a get, the guest of a sinner. But Zacchaeus stood up and said to the Lord, Look, Lord, here and now I give half of my possessions to the poor. If I have cheated anybody out of anything, I will pay back four times the amount. Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house, because this man too is the son of Abraham. For the Son of Man came to seek and save the lost. You know, I was, um, I'd be, I was, I'm fascinated with the story of Jesus, and I want, I want to jump in as if we're there, because that's what we're doing. We're thinking about, these are eyewitness accounts of Jesus' life, and what he did, and how he moved around, and everywhere. I don't know if, has anyone ever come across a, a record of Jesus in the Gospels running? He never ran anywhere. He walked he walked, he walked, he could, have, he could have got a horse. He was the king of kings, Lord of lords. He could have organized that. It wasn't hard for him to organize the donkey. He could have organized the horse. He could have organized the chariot. I'm sure he could have organized lots of different transport, but he walked. I've realized that as we walk, I walk a lot. We sold our car when we moved to London. Anyone done that? You're just like, there's no point. Um, but we, I walk so much. And when we walk, we see things and we notice things. And when we're looking at the life of Jesus, he walked and he saw things and he noticed things. And, and a, as we journey with Jesus, we see him walking place to place with all kinds of roads, all kinds of journeys. Um, 
And, and as people interacted with him and connected with him, their lives were transformed and changed. So two verses I want to focus on today as we walk through this journey is Luke uh, 19.10, which says, The Son of Man came to seek and save the lost. And I also want to focus on Matthew 5.8, which is obviously a different gospel, but it's part of the Beatitudes, that, that little bit where Jesus said, Blessed are the pure of heart, for they will see God. And, and you know, what I've realized and what you'll realize is that as, as we journey with Jesus, he will seek you, he will save you, and he will send you. And that's, what I, that's the journey we're going on today. So let's get caught up in this story. Obviously, it's over 2,000 years ago, okay? So we're in the Middle East. It's dusty. It's hot. It's stinky. It's, we're, we're walk, there's the, like Jesus is walking through the town of Jericho and the crowd is pushing in on him. At this point, they're like, okay, I think this guy's the Messiah. This is a significant man. We need to follow him. There's a load of roadies and imagine we're one of his, we're one of his road people. Yeah, we're following him. Well, what, maybe you're, you're wanting to see him for some kind of reason, right? Maybe when you first encountered Jesus, there was a reason that took you on the journey with him. But this guy, Zacchaeus, um, we know a bit about him. We know, we know that he's short. Why do we need to know that? Well, it's just a detail that, that, that we, we know. We know that there was no way that he was going to get to Jesus in that crowd because people didn't like him. So he wasn't like a big guy that could have pushed people out of the way. He was small. So I imagine people were like, hey, mate, you ain't going anywhere near Jesus because you bad. Like it was one of those. And so he, he, he runs ahead. He climbs up this tree and you know, and, and suddenly Jesus stops in, on the journey, in the road, and he see, and he looks up and he says, Zacchaeus, hey, come down. And I, I, I often imagine this because what's beautiful about this is Jesus is seeking him out. And Jesus sees people. He always sees people. And if you walk around London, you'll see way more people than if you get any kind of transport. I mean, you'll see people on the tram and the tube and all that and the train. But you see people and Jesus sees people and he sees Zacchaeus. And um, I find it fascinating that when Jesus calls us, when I think about Jesus calling me as a young man, as a young lad, really, he was more interested in me and in my heart and in, and in Ezekiel than, than like where I was at in my life and the circumstances I found myself in. And I think this is true universally for how Jesus works. He's concerned about you. Did, he, did you know he'll seek you? He's seeking you. As I was looking through this this morning, I just started to like weep at my, at my desk. I was like, Jesus, you want me. You want to seek me. You see me. You, you know me. You love me. Pursuing me. And, and, and Jesus will seek you. He's saying like, Zacchaeus, let's not have this distance. It's weird. Like he calls him down to the tree and he goes, I'm coming to your house. I'm, I'm seeking you. Out of all these other people, loads of them might have been convinced about Jesus. Zacchaeus wasn't sure. He wanted, wanted to know more, but Jesus sought him out. And I find like deep down as Christians, we don't always believe this. We don't always believe that Jesus is seeking us and he will seek us and he continues to seek us. That he wants relationship with us. We, 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 like, we don't realize that Jesus' priority is to, for us to know him and for to, to be for, uh, for to know us and to be and for us to know him. 
It's a priority for Jesus. He longs for that. But sometimes I think our relationship with him doesn't reflect that because he's not our priority. There's loads of other priorities. And you're coming to this gathering, whether you've known Jesus for a long time or a little time or you're, wherever you're on in the road, and, you're, and your priorities are like Jesus somewhere in the midst. But he's, I want to remind you this morning and friends at, other, at our other sites, like Jesus is seeking you. He wants to know you. He wants to be in relationship with you. And I, I, I've realized this as I was reading... Um, you know, the, 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 I'll tell you my, my most feared verse in the Bible. Here we go. Let me read it to you. Prepare yourself. Matthew 7. Um, it's a verse that sometimes, if I'm off track a bit, I just shudder at the, the reading of it. It's, uh, let me read it to you and see what happens to you. The, the title's just True, True Disciples. Um, and... And it says this in, in, in Matthew 7. There's no slides, but just hear the word of God. Heed it this morning. Um, Matthew, Matthew 7, verse 21 to 23. Not, any, not everyone who says, Lord, Lord, or could be translated in Jesus is Lord. Not everyone that says, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, we did, did we not prophesy in your name? Did we not drive out demons and in your name perform many miracles? Then I will tell them plainly, I never knew you. Away from me, you evildoers. I mean, I'm confident in my salvation. And guys, if you've given your life to Jesus, you should be confident in your salvation. You should stand on your salvation you know, you've been saved, you're being saved, you will be saved. But hey, don't take for granted the fact that Jesus wants to know you. Not what you've done, not your credentials. It's not going to be like that when you get to meet him face to face. It's just going to be, Lord, whoa, I know you, you know me, man. Like it's going to be overwhelming. And so guys, he wants to seek you. He also... He wants to save you. I, I, I find, uh, well, as, as I'm reading this, I'm looking at the, the life of Zacchaeus and he, and he started to get this, but no one else did in his life. They're like the, the classic thing. Um, Jesus wants intimacy with, with Zacchaeus, a man that people hated. And you hear that. He's gone to be a guest of a sinner, you know, but, but Jesus seeks him out. And then what we hear in verse 7, if, you, if you're with me in verse 7, um, it says, all the people saw this. So Jesus invited him. All the people saw this and began to mutter, he has gone to be a guest of a sinner. That word mutter could also be translated as grumble. Hey, who grumbled in the Bible? Where, go back, Old Testament. When did people grumble? Hey? Jonah grumbled. Yeah, people grumbled about Jonah. There's grumbling in the Bible. What else? Like super significant wilderness. Grumbling. Jesus, God provides manna and quail for 40 years and they grumble. They're seeing like Putty shared about this at the conference. Like they literally saw the presence of God tangibly every single day, yet they still grumbled. And don't we do this? Like, we, you know, 2,000 years on, we're still grumbling, finding ourselves grumbling about the choices Jesus is making about who he wants to save and seek out. 
And these people are like grumbling. And I think as I was like sitting here this morning, I was thinking, and we still do this in the church. We grumble. Like we get annoyed and frustrated. God's using that person. Why isn't he using it? Like, let's just love the Lord. Let's just seek him and be sought by him and be saved by him. Out of all these things uh, Jesus could have done, the crowd doesn't care about Zacchaeus like Jesus does because Jesus cares about the state of our heart and the state of our soul. He cares. And then something fully shifts. This is like my favorite part of the story. Zacchaeus just like stops. And I don't know, it does it, the Bible isn't specific. Was it in his home? Well, it probably wasn't. Was, did he hear people grumbling about him and then he thought, I'm going to put this to bed? Or did he just in that moment where he was walking to the house and people were like grumbling and like a big crowd, Zacchaeus is like, no, 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 I, I actually, my life is changing right now. I'm actually going to change. Like I'm going to completely repent here publicly. And he says, no, no, everything, anyone who I've ripped off, they're going to get their money back. In fact, four times. I mean, this day, guys, we're, we're, I'm talking about it right now. This is 2,000 years on and we're still remembering this story. Imagine a few days after for that community. Oh my goodness, did you see what Jesus did to that Zacchaeus guy? Did you see his transformation? And this is the thing, right? We become, he will seek us, he will save us. Zacchaeus was saved that day. He fully repented. He fully turned away. You see, we're on all sorts of journeys. We're going places in our life. We're trying to follow Jesus and we can go off peace. We can end up in all sorts of places but, but when, when, when Jesus saves us, he saves us the day we give our life to Jesus. He's saving us and he will save us. So salvation is a constant thing. The Bible says, work out your salvation with fear and trembling. Actually, it's a beautiful thing to be saved by God. And Zacchaeus is saved in this moment and the community. See, Jesus will save you because it's not his will that any should be lost. I just, I just like, if I was there, I would have just loved this moment because like the whole household, Jesus said that this, this whole household, if you look at verse um, nine, t- today salvation has come to this house. In other words, Zacchaeus's whole household got, got saved that day. That whole community got messed up for Jesus that whole community was like, oh my goodness, if, if they can change this guy who's as crooked as they come, then he can change someone like me. And, and this is what I've realized the way God works in our lives. This will be, a, it was a day that Zacchaeus, his community will never forget. The day you came to faith and connected with Jesus, it's hopefully a day you'll never forget. And maybe for some of you, you had a pretty crooked past maybe more than others. Maybe people saw the transformation in you. I know when I fully gave my life to Jesus, my mates at school knew there was a difference in me. There was a change. And I'm different now, today, as I stand before you, to the day when I was 16 where I said, yep, Jesus, you're number one. I'm different because we have a saying in the vineyard, come as you are, you're all welcome. Wherever you're at, whatever you think, whatever you feel, however you see yourself, you're all welcome. But don't stay as you are. Salvation changes. We change. We're being transformed by the renewing of our mind. And see, Zacchaeus repented that day. He was on a trajectory straight to hell. 
or as Michael Dapper, my fa- has anyone got into swill? The, oh, wrong, I'm talking to the wrong people. There's a guy called Michael Dapper, man's not hot, okay? And he does this YouTube thing called Swill somewhere in London, and he, he adopts different characters. It's like Little Britain, but like way funnier. Anyway, and he's like, man's on the heaven ting, never the hell ting. You see, Zacchaeus was on a hell ting. He was going towards, and this is the thing, we, we, without Jesus, we're lost. We're going to a lost eternity. But with Jesus, we're on a heaven thing. We're on a new thing. We're in a new trajectory. We've got to follow his, his ways, his journey, you know? And, and Jesus will seek you. He'll save you. But what happens, that was random what I just said, but it sort of fitted. I just something I've been watching lately, and I find great joy in it. Um, um, watch it swill. It's, it's pretty wholesome, really. Um, um, anyway... When I look back at my story, it's a story of God's grace on my life. It's a story of going from glory to glory, strength to strength. And your Christian life, guys, it should be this. I'm not saying you won't have trouble and strife and difficulty, but you are being transformed by the Lord. And you know, on journeys, like on, on the, if, we were, if we were really walking to Jericho today with Jesus, we'd be covered in dust, we'd be filthy, And every day we'd need to have a wash. You see, every day we need to be washed afresh by the blood of God. And I believe there's some of many of you in the room that have picked up just stuff and you're carrying around it. And today, like you need to be delivered and set free from some of that stuff. And it might look messy. It might be a real like a load of dirt comes off you. I'm not saying like once you find Christ, you're like riddled with demons. I'm saying there's freedom every day. There's freedom because he will seek you. He will save you. And he saves you so he can send you. And this is what happened with Zacchaeus's life. This is what happened with my life. I'm no longer like, like my number one thing isn't football anymore. I'm not focused on am I going to like relationships isn't my priority anymore. My relationship with, with Jesus is pain, failure, addiction, a lifestyle of going back continually to pornography. I'm free from that stuff. Whatever your story is, whatever your journey is, he's freeing you as well. And so he'll seek you, he'll save you, he'll send you. Can everyone say, Jesus will send me? Jesus will send you, yeah. He'll seek you, Jesus will save you, and Jesus will send you. I, I am, you look at Zacchaeus' life and he becomes a trophy of God's grace. You, if, you, if you would have met Jesus, you pro, uh, sorry, Zacchaeus, you probably would have thought, this guy's way beyond repair. And the privilege in my role in working with young people and working with people over the years um, you get to see God's grace just touch a life and change a life. And then they're like, they're different. And Zacchaeus was different. And we've, we've, been, we've been changed and transformed. As I was reading um, about Zacchaeus, I was studying this some time ago about his story. And, and I was looking into the meaning of his name. Zacchaeus, the name Zacchaeus or Zacchaeus, it means... Um, it, it, it means pure and clean, okay? That's what his name means. Now think about him. He's born. He's born into his mum and dad. They love him. Whatever the situation is, they think, let's call him pure and clean. Most parents want to see that over their children, yeah? 
We've all got different kinds of stories and Mother's Day, like was said, it could be a different story for you. But most parents want to see that. And so pure and clean, he walks through his life, he gets filthy, he gets corrupted, he gets into all sorts of madness and, and ripping people off. So he then gets new labels like he's dodgy, he's a robber, he's, you don't want to be around him, he's a, he's a, he's a swindler, he's a ta- he, he, he'll, take, he'll take your money. He'll rip you off. He's got his swindler. Uh, we know Tinder swindler. We've seen that. Um, anyway, I've, I've got to keep on track, Zeke. He's got all these labels, and then he meets Jesus face to face, and Jesus says, Zacchaeus, or in other words, pure and clean. I'm coming to your house. Jesus renames him in that moment, and Zacchaeus is just fully changed. And I believe, like some of you, I'm just... It's, Sensing this, some of you need to be renamed again today, reminded of your original, the original call that God has on your life. You know, Lord, rename people right now. Take the labels off. Pure and clean. Pure and clean. It's just so good. And so then he's like pure and clean. He's real. He's Zacchaeus again. And this is what the cross is all about. This is what the resurrection is. This is what Jesus is all about. He's about this, transforming lives and sending people. And Zacchaeus' whole community was changed that day. Zacchaeus was sent from Jesus' presence, a new man, giving back four times what he'd taken, fully, fully changed and transformed. And I've realized, guys, this is the call on our lives as Christians. We're meant to like ooze out, leak out, our lives are meant to, we're sent, we're sent, you're sent by Jesus, sent to be a light, sent to be salt in this world. I, I, I want to do this more. Like some people say, oh, Zee, you're so natural at talking to people. I don't do it enough. I want to do it more. Lord, like open my eyes to the need. When you're walking around London, don't close your eyes. Don't just focus on this and on your agenda and where you're getting to. What, what if God wants to touch someone? like he wanted to touch Zacchaeus that day. So I'm walking with my dog Gus and we're having a big walk and he's like played with other dogs a few weeks ago and he's got like covered in dirt and he's, I'm walking him down the high street thinking people think I'm neglecting this dog. He looks like he's been dragged through muck but he also rolled in fox poo which it reeks. If you don't have a dog, you don't understand. But let me tell you, man, dogs, they, 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 they bathe themselves in it apparently to disguise themselves, but it's weird. And so I'm walking past this guy and he's like, hello. He starts talking to Gus. I think, oh no. Um, and and he, he's, he gets down and, and Gus starts licking him. And I said, mate, he's filthy. He said, don't worry. He starts patting him. I, he said, do I know you? I said, I don't think we've ever met. And I'm, I'm ready to, I come on, Gus. And I just think, no, 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 this is the Lord. And I just, um, I said, are you, how are you doing, man? And he said, yeah, I'm not good. I've got really bad pain in my tooth. And I've just, yeah, I'm just achy all over my body. I said, look, I don't have long, but do, do you believe? Do, do, do you know the Lord? Are you like, I think I said, my question, do you have a faith? That's what I said. Do you have a faith? And he said, oh, I, I'm losing it. I said, bro, can I pray for you? 
he's like, yeah, sometimes you should always ask to put the hand on, but I just, you know, just go for it. <laughs> like, it you know, but this, the, the, like, love came, because the thing is, God gives us new eyes to see, right? So just put my hand on him and start praying, and I just sense the presence of God. Like, and, and I know this guy was really broken, but it, I just sensed the presence of God. And then I said, how are you doing? He goes, yeah, thank you, man. Thank you. I really appreciate that. I said, look, when you, when you feel alone, just remember that Jesus stood with you today, not me. Jesus was here with you. Um, thanks for patting my dog. Wash your hands. See you soon. <laughs> I, it was, it, it's just like, God, guys, we got it. We, he wants to send you. And this is a community that's going to be sent. There's empty chairs. They're waiting to be filled. But there's not, not just in the church, everywhere, outside the church. This is just a Sunday. We, we're 24-7, 20, uh, seven days a week, people. Jesus, Christians, following him, his hands, his feet. He'll seek you. He'll save you. He'll send you. You got it? You with me? So... Let's the band come up. I'm not very good at doing this really clear. Let's, let's get the band up. And guys, wherever you are, um, sorry, you're in West Side, you're in Battersea. I'll, I'll leave it to the worship team. As I'm finishing, yeah. As I'm finishing, I just say this. This is a secular journey, okay? This never starts. If you think, oh, I got saved, that's tick box. Or, or he, he seeked me out. Yeah, me and Jesus, we've had this encounter thing that I remember when I was, yeah, that, that, and he sent me. No, 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 he's doing it daily. He's seeking you. He wants relationship with you. Try this when you're having time with the Lord. Mike Pilavachi taught me this. He said every time he goes to hang out with the Lord, he get, brings another chair and he puts it next to him. So I've started to do this. Try this. See how it transforms your quiet time. I've got a swivel chair in my office. I turn it towards me and I just know that Jesus, like, try it. He's, he's there with me. He'll seek you. He wants relationship. He'll save you. You're, you're being transformed. But save, you, your salvation happened once and it's happening every day, like Mike said, daily. And then he's sending you. He wants to send you every day. And so wherever you are in that category, let's stand together. Guys, see you all soon. Bless you. Just go for it in the ministry now. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. Tune in next week for another life-giving message from one of our Vineyard 61 speakers.